0: Insurrection, obstruction, indictments, civilly liable for sexual abuse. The one man responsible for all that could be sitting in a prison cell on election day and still be elected commander in chief for these United States. That man is beholden to Putin, weakened NATO the last time around, and is currently tying himself to wealthy Saudi oil money. He enriched himself when government stated his properties. He campaigned on wanting to use government to go after his political rivals, and wants to expand executive power. If Donald Trump is re-elected, our nation is lost. So let's roll up our sleeves, get to work, and tell the MAGA folks, no more, before it's too late. As of right now, to join the conversation, just join us in the chat over here on youtubecom slash Radio. If you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, please just go ahead and join us over there today, We are It's easier to do it in one place. We might take some phone calls a little later, but as of right now, let's just uh, do chat via the. Uh, let's just do chat via the chat room uh, for the moment, and maybe take some calls in a little bit. Uh, at the bottom half of the hour, we are going to have author extraordinaire Tara Dublin calling back in. Uh, friend of the show, uh, going to be talking some more on uh, anti-Semites, that's right, more on anti-Semites, and because uh, I've been dealing with some, and I know she's been dealing with some, so uh, I had invited her on previously, uh, and we're going to, you know, she, she, I think she had a rough go of it, uh, and was just not feeling it the other day, but she was like, can I come on the show tomorrow? I'm like, sure, come on, let's go. So... First, first time an open invitation was like, yeah, come on! I'm using my open invitation, so here we go. So, shouts out to everybody in the chat room: Bill P, Jeff, Aaron, Wes, uh, Tim. Did I say Jeff already? I don't know. Aaron, one half of the mod squad. Big shout outs and lots of love going to Jolie who was feeling under the weather. John, glad to see you here as well. I think TV2 right now is streaming the debate. I really didn't feel like covering that crap today. Uh, it's not like any of them are going to uh, be having any sort of chance as of as of right now to make the uh, to make make it against Donald Trump. Uh, the Republican Party is beholden to him, so whatever. You know, Donald Trump is is going to get the primary. This is basically just the context to see who's vice president.
1: It is what it is. His,
0: who his his vice presidential candidate? Thank you, Donald. Um, I did join in on Deminox's uh live stream last night on his Twitch stream. Uh, so what's your what's your Twitch handle again, Deminox? Uh, and uh, you could just put the the tail end of the Twitch. Actually, let's just do this. Why not? Now Deminox can have his own links. Um. <laughs> He's an OG, uh, the first Liberal Editor patron, so why not allow him to have some uh, have, have some moderator abilities as well? Just don't let the power go to your head. Um, so shout out to all of the current Liberal Editor patrons, Deminox, uh, Cesara in California, Aaron, Jolie, uh, Wes, Robert, and Megan. Uh, thank you to all of y'all's um, and also of past ones like your boy Chris, who uh, had some hiccups and some others as well who have supported the show. Um, we did have the uh, first liberal radio producer, uh, but unfortunately she dropped off. But that's fine. You know, it is what it is. So, um, are Doritos kosher? If not, I'm not giving them up. I think they might be. I'm not sure. I mean, I eat bacon, so I'm not the. I'm not the. Perfect person to ask on the laws of kashrut when it comes to knowing which foods immediately are kosher and which ones are not. Um, I mean, I, I do know a good amount a good amount about the laws of kashrut and whether or not things are kosher and why things are kosher. And I've had long, intricate discussions as to why things are or are not kosher and why why is it why does it make sense or why why do you consider uh, chicken to be meat. Uh, and why can't you have a chicken sandwich with cheese because the rule is you can't cook a calf in its mother's milk and there's no such thing as chicken milk. If there's no such thing as chicken milk, then you're never going to cook a a chicken in its mother's milk because there's no chicken milk. So why can't you have a chicken and cheese sandwich? And there's a whole reasoning behind that, but we're not going to go into that today. Uh, So there's also like Star Trek arguments as to whether or not, replicated bacon would be kosher whether or not replicated food at all would be kosher it's it's a it's long uh, lots of discussions to be had and of course the, the joke is that you know um you have two jews two jews in a room you get three opinions so there you go and who so we do have So, let's go ahead and pop this window open. Let's mute this for a second. And we're going to pop this open and expand this to start our discussion on the, the elections because we don't need to play it quite yet, but we're going to maximize it because, you know. No reason to not play the new bit because I have a new just the clip. So let us go and play this one without further ado. And there you have it. So, just the clip. Oh, ugh. this is annoying. It's very, very annoying. Like, I, if, if you hear me cursing, if I if I end up cursing during the show, it's because my mouse is acting stupid. And I don't know if it's because my... Uh, I don't know if it's because my mouse is broken. It's not because my mouse needs new batteries because it just changed the batteries on my mouse. Um, so I don't know if it's that, but I don't know if I just need to reboot my computer or what, but um, yeah. So let's see. Elizabeth, just one comment because I can't stay tonight. Mike Johnson ran unopposed Louisiana better Dem leaders and there would have been a We've talked a lot about why the Democratic Party in Louisiana sucks, and we have no good Democratic leaders in the Democratic Party. Uh, fun fact, um, I actually think that, didn't Deminox last night say fun fact, that usually when you start off with the, by saying that something's a fun fact, it tends to not be a fun fact? Um, but, fun fact, the person who was in charge of Katie Bernhardt's campaign to be the head of the Louisiana Democratic Party. I forget her name, but the person who was the head of Katie Bernhardt's campaign to be the head of the Louisiana Democratic Party when she ran to be that is now on Republican Jeff Landry's transition team. If that's, if you needed to know anything about the head of the Louisiana Democratic Party and the people she pals around with to use the language that Sarah Palin liked to use. Yeah, Uh, somebody who is is very close, somebody who helped Katie Bernhardt get elected is now helping a Republican transition. The Republican Jeff Landry has a special transition team uh, set up to deal specifically with New Orleans. Is anybody in New Orleans city government on that transition team? No. If there is the sheriff of Jefferson Parish, the one parish over is on that thing, but is anybody representing uh, Orleans Parish law enforcement on that transition team? No. There is one elected official from New Orleans representing the legislature and that one person is is on there, and he has vocally opposed Jeff Landry, but there's basically, like, one person. And who else is on that uh, transition team? None other than the person who led the failed recall effort of Mayor LaToya Cantrell. And to LaToya Cantrell's credit, to the mayor's credit, she today was like, it's a good thing that – we're having the mayor is, is, or the governor wants to have, you know, you know, idea-based solutions and eventually wants to meet with the members in government, wants to have solutions for the city so we can sit down and potentially implement them. And, and it's good that he has people from all, all sides trying to come together and, and form an opinion because that's how you, that's how you reach consensus. She is taking a much higher road than I would ever on that. Imagine myself being that political, like, oh, you didn't just name the person who wanted to remove me from office on your transition team specifically de- dedicated to how you want to deal with New Orleans? Oh, hells no. I mean, it's just ridiculous and absurd. Um, Yeah. So that's that. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. The Louisiana Democrat Party, again, I'm getting to the election results, Tim. Hold on. Um, We're going to talk about that before. Uh, That's why I played the just the clip part is because I wanted to have that lead into the election results. But Elizabeth wanted to talk about uh, Mike Johnson first. But I did want to talk one thing about Mike Johnson. Because I did say that today I wanted to talk about his, uh, him and his son monitoring each other's porn habits and how it sounded very weird. And I wanted to go look into it more because I didn't have enough information to talk about that on Monday. It, it's kind of a nothing burger. Like, yeah, there, there's a video of him online. And he's at, so I don't know if he's at a Promise Keepers event or not or but he, he's talking about this piece of software that he found out about at this Promise Keepers event. And what they do is they, they use this software, which is available for like 15 to $16 a month, which seems a little pricey for what the software does. But if, if, if they're willing to pay that amount of money to these people, I mean, hell, they're throwing their own money away to, to do that, whatever. Um, and so, what you do is you pick uh, you pick somebody who is your your buddy or your pal or somebody who is going to keep you on the straight and narrow, and that person is going to get a record of everything you do on your electronic devices and apparently the license for the fifteen dollars sixteen dollars a month gets you like ten devices that you can that can be monitored with that license so Like every day or every week or whatever, you get a detailed report of what your partner that you are, you know, keeping an eye on, what they do. Furthermore, if that person looks at something that seems to be questionable, uh, like if they go look at something that matches some sort of keyword, um, then they'll get an immediate notification of what they're looking at. And then so the person I guess can immediately jump in and be like, excuse me, what are you doing? I guess that this promise keepers thing is what Johnson was talking about. Um, It was like, you would pair up with a buddy from somebody you met there and they would, you know, keep you on the straight and narrow or whatever. But apparently him and his son are each other's partners to make sure that they are doing the right thing. But like, if you need somebody else to, to keep you like, like that, and, like, you're not, like, officially, like, an addict, you, you got problems, dude. Like, you got problems. That, that's some serious buffoonery right there. That's some serious – That that those are the same type of people as the Republicans who need government to tell – to prevent them from doing the things that they want to do, but can't – but they don't feel like they should be doing because it's against like, hey, my religion. And so, yeah. It's just it's still weird, but it, it's it's not like they're looking at it, what it, what it's not like they're actively looking at what each other looks at porn site wise. It's just if they look at each other, porns. What if they both look at each other and and see what each other does and they get the notification about or like the instant notification of something that might be, you know, iffy. Then they could immediately jump and say, "Hey, do you need a hand." <laughs> Hopefully not that way, but <laughs> um, ugh. I did not attend that initially. Ugh. But I'm just wondering what might happen. Like it's, a, it's supposedly, according to Johnson, it it triggers on certain like keywords and phrases. Like, I guess if you, maybe if like you search, if you were to put in like porn or something, like it might flag that immediately and like say, Hey, this person is searching porn. And so you can be like, Hey dad, what you doing? Why are you looking up porn? And, oh, I'm looking up this thing for a bill though. Okay, fine. Sure. Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. So like, I'm wondering what would happen if like, um, if, if, if the speaker of the house was looking up something on, on a, uh, Article on the British Broadcasting Channel, and as such, was looking up something on BBC. Would, would would that automatically flag and send something to his son? Be flagged as porn? I don't know if he searches for the closest five guys. Is that gonna is that gonna do something? If he searches for like five guys and like you know the Pied Piper, is that? Is that going to maybe also trigger something that's, that's going to make you uh, make the, alert the child? Who knows? Maybe if he's trying to look up Suzanne Gibson, uh, that'll trigger something. Speaking of Suzanne Gibson and speaking of the elections, uh, Virginia. Let's start with Virginia. Kudos to Virginia for not only keeping the the state Senate in uh in Democratic hands, but they took the House as well. And they managed to take the House without needing Suzanne Gibson. If you remember, uh, Suzanne Gibson was the one we talked about on the show, uh, who ran in Virginia House District 57, who happened to have uh, videos on on a adult, perhaps subscription only, I forget which site, but site. Uh, With her, and I guess I think the deal was it was her and her husband performing consented-to sexual acts in front of other people on the camera, and apparently uh, you could pay them money to to do additional things, Uh, like you could do requests, and if you spent a certain amount of money, they would do certain things on camera, like, again, I have, as long as the people involved are of age and can consent to do consent, it's none of my business. I don't care. Have fun, do what you want. Should, should, should be, should have, should be irrelevant to what's going on. And nobody, and if, if it was behind the paywall, then there's no reason for anybody to, for it to be leaked and it to be out there. But, you know, politics is a dirty game. And, you know, I guess at some point she should have uh, expected that such Things would have come out even though, you know, you know, she would have hoped it not to come out. But it came out, and I think she lost by like a couple of hundred votes. Um, so it was a very close race regardless. But unfortunately, uh, she lost. But regardless of the fact that she lost, the Democrats won uh, in Virginia, which is excellent. Um, As Rick Santorum said in my Just the Clip video, which we don't necessarily comment on, but uh, we we are going to comment on Ohio in that they came out and they secured the constitutional right uh, to have an abortion in the state of Ohio uh, up until viability and then even past viability in, the, in cases where a doctor believes that the life or the health of the patient uh, could be affected. So kudos to them. But here's another situation where, you know, you have stupid media that we talked about the other day. The stupid media, and I'm sure me and uh, Tara are going to be talking about stupid media and stupid polls and all this, that, and the other, because she has a problem with polls, too. Um, where I'm sure they're going to be saying, well, if 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 the people are showing that they're willing to vote against these abortion bans and vote for pro pro-abortion constitutional amendments, then why are the legislatures passing them? Because just because you have individuals in a state like Ohio, like just because Ohio passed this this abortion amendment to the constitution that protected the uh, your individual right to choose whether or not have an abortion, it doesn't mean that joe biden's now going to win ohio it just means that there are enough people in ohio who just happen to agree that people should have the individual right to choose that on that particular issue it doesn't mean that they're now democrats like there could be enough republicans who are pro choice who who might not be vocal about it because they can't speak about it among, you know maybe maybe it's women who can't speak about it around their husbands or whatever but They'd be like, okay, well, now that we're at the voting booth, now that I can get this out and this passed, I can now enshrine this in the Constitution, so now I don't have to worry about it. Now it's not a political issue. Now it's off the table uh, until it comes up again, I guess, because it's always going to come up again. Big hook. No offense, Dan, but nobody would pay to watch you. Hey, I would disagree with that. I think there is always somebody who would pay to watch anybody have sex always there is always somebody out there who would pay to watch somebody else have sex i would bet you money that there is always somebody out there who would be willing to pay for it i'm sorry this is donald trump's line i don't want to walk all over him it is what it is um There are all sorts of different kinks. There are all sorts of different people. There are all sorts of different – I mean, I'm sure if you looked up uh, – I'm sure you could find people that are much less attractive than me on Pornhub. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um Wait, Tim, can I be more specific on what? Or, are you, oh, hey, Gibson Media, I didn't see you join in. Hello, what's going on? Um, so then you had, what else? What else was the other elections? Uh, Kentucky, uh, the Kentucky governor's race. Donald Trump's endorsed candidate goes down in flames while uh, Bashir runs on a pro-choice campaign. Like he says, he, he ran against these extremist abortion measures that would ban abortion in cases of rape and incest and life and health of the, of, of the patients, and And not only did he win, he went ran he won by a bigger margin than he did previously. Now, you know that meme? you see a lot on Facebook or Twitter, or where have you? where you have the person who's looking at the two buttons and then the person is sweating because he doesn't know which one to pick. Um, so you have like, you have a uh, white Democrat or black Republican would be on, would be on each of those issues. And then you point back and it's a, it's a racist Republican sweating because he doesn't know which one to vote for. But that's what I imagine. Some of those people in, uh, That's what I imagine some of those people in Kentucky were thinking when they went to vote that day. Like, oh, I don't know who to vote for. Do I vote for the black guy or do I vote for the white guy? The white So I also did hear about the sex ring uh, being up today too, but I don't have enough information. I do not have to talk about it too much, but apparently it involves a lot of people Um, and it's crazy. But yes. Bicycle bike. Santorum is on Google. Don't Google Santorum while at work, though. Do not Google Santorum at work. (laughs) Anywho. Um, But it was a very good day for the Democrats. And I'm sitting there, and I'm... I'm sitting there, and I'm watching the Democrats. I'm watching the Democrats win on abortion in red Ohio. I'm watching the Democrats win on abortion in Virginia with a red governor. I'm watching uh, Democrats win in mostly red Kentucky on abortion. They're doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on abortion. And what did the Democrats here in Louisiana do? they spent all their time trying to boot the most progressive candidate in, and the most safe candidate in the Louisiana legislature and ignored everything else. Because, you know, of course they did. By like, isn't the debate on television? Yes, it is. And I I just, I could watch the best of, the best of is probably two minutes. (laughs) There's probably somebody who who will wrap everything up in a good two minutes. Maybe some. Maybe maybe Chris Christie might have one good quip. Maybe uh, Nikki Haley might say one thing that makes sense, and then the rest of them. The rest of the time is going to be spent, you know. We'll probably see something um, something terrible that I'll probably have to do next week on just the clip because it's Vivek Ramaswamy and he's terrible. Uh, but <laughs> you know, he hasn't. He has not, to my chagrin. He has, not, um, he has not talked about man-bear pig enough. And I'm very disappointed that he hasn't talked about man-bear pig because he did a senior thesis on human-animal chimerism and the ethics of it. And if you're going to do a senior thesis on human-animal chimerism, you need to talk about man-bear pig because how can you not talk about man-bear pig? if you do your senior thesis or senior paper or whatever it was on and bear Pig. Because telling a woman she can't decide what she wants to do with her body isn't popular, who would have guessed? Well, it's popular within the Republican Party. It's just, you know, Donald Trump's been been saying it first, ever since it happened. He's like, I'm the one who was able to get Robertson's late overturned, so that the, the pro-life people who are great people now can have great bargaining power, negotiating power. That was me. I did that. And ever since he did that, Republicans have been losing. So, uh, America does not want to kill children, Gibson Media. America wants to have body autonomy. America believes that uh, government should not be able to dictate that individuals should not be vessels for breeding. We're not breeding cattle. We're not. We're not people who should be forced to gestate, especially in circumstances where uh, the life and health of the individual patient are at risk. No individual should have to take on that risk, uh, where their life or or health is put at risk, and they shouldn't even have to. They shouldn't have to have their doctors question whether or not they're going to lose their job lose their license, be thrown in jail, be fined hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever it is, simply because the law tells them that if they do a procedure and they're not supposed to, that they're going to get in big trouble. So they're, they refuse to do those procedures. So, I mean, I, again, support getting out of it altogether because nobody... Only people getting abortions after 21 weeks are the people who are getting them because of life and health issues anyway. So there's no reason to get involved, period, unless you're just making sure that the clinics are sterile, like any other health care clinic that performs procedures should be. But uh, you've seen her on my show before. Uh, the link to her book on Amazon is on the top of the page here on you my you, the youtube video and if you have uh kindle unlimited you can go read it and that gives your credit as well or you can download the kindle or you can just buy the book and to help but further ado let's welcome back to the show uh friend of the show author extraordinaire tara dublin if i can get this thing to click right there you go there it clicks it should be clicking there you go hey tara what's Hi, going
2: ha- on can you can you hear me okay?
0: I can hear you now. Perfect. Yes.
2: Okay, great.
0: Hi. Hi. <laughs> You're
2: kind of breaking up, though, on my end.
0: Am I? Well, I mean, Blog, blog Radio sucks, so I, oh, I can I mean, hear you. I think I, can, can, I think the audience should be able to hear you pretty well as well. Um, I think
2: we'll be fine. We'll manage. We'll probably
0: be fine. So... Shout out to Kim G who just brought us in the chat. Appreciate you. Um, so so we've been dealing with a lot of anti-Semitism recently.
2: <laughs> Have we? <laughs> yes. Oh, And what aren't we the... so lucky that, uh, that they're doing their job at Twitter to protect us? I'm... Thanks, Linda. Thank you, Linda. You're not too busy chasing Paris Hilton Clout for or, or the Grok thing. You're not too excited about that to, to do your job. Unreal. Please someone and, give me six million dollars cannot work. Please.
0: Right. And on TikTok too. I mean, I've had some I've had some, some doozies on TikTok as well on some of my really? videos. Oh yeah. Okay,
2: say, I haven't had it as badly on TikTok as I have on Twitter. Um, when I posted my video about my experience, which we'll we'll talk about in a second. The response on TikTok was, you know, very supportive. And it didn't really blow up that much on TikTok, which I, you know, I don't, I don't know how to unlock the algorithms over on the tickety talker to get out of like 250 to 350 zone. I got about a thousand views on that, which I thought considering everything that's going on in the world, it might have gotten more. But, you know, I just, again, I don't know. You never know what's going to hit, what's not going to hit. And then I posted it on Twitter and it's got like around, I think it's a little over 400,000 views on Twitter. So. I, you know, I've I not figured know. out I,
0: either of those things. I can't figure out how to I get. I'm, I'm in the same boat with me. you. I'm in the yeah, same boat as you on yeah. on TikTok. I'm on uh, YouTube, it's on, but on Twitter, even then, like nothing. Like
2: yeah, it's it's, it's interesting. And you know, I, a friend of mine uh, gave me the, the the money to buy myself a blue check mark, and I I actually got my first payout, which is a big thirty dollars, so I can pay for three more months. Um oh, wow! thinking that having the blue check mark would increase my visibility, help me sell my book, get some passive income. Um, and I think it's probably helped, but I still think I'm being suppressed because I'm seeing, you know, people are like, I didn't even know you were still on Twitter. It's like, well, thanks a fuckload. Thanks so much. Just like, just like Amazon is being really not helpful at all. When people go to Amazon and just search my name or just search my book, they can't find it. Then they come back to Twitter. They're like, I can't. And I was on the phone with Amazon the other day for like an hour going why can't i have this why can't i have nice things so anyway um for well like twitter well twitter know, keeps
0: telling me like i could make all this money if i would just you know get my blue I check mean, mark and, and i'm like well why don't you I, tell me how much money i would have made had i had they, my blue check mark and then i could make a decision
2: they can't tell you that though they can't tell you it's going to be a specific amount because it's based on ad revenue and it's also based on you know how how many how much
0: engagement you get. I don't pretend well, to know how Well, they could have told me what, I, what I would have made. They could have told me what I would have made the last few months. I don't
2: know. I maybe. I mean, maybe. But maybe. It, it varies because like the person the, who wants to remain anonymous, the person who gave me my first boost with the with the blue checkmark and gave me the big eleven dollars, told right. me that the first time they got a payout was one hundred and eighty dollars. And they're like, huh. that's not going to pay your rent, but that's, you know, that it kicks in, it helps. And they said, and I don't remember how long the period of time it was before they got that, or they said like their first month they made $180. So mine, I mean, I just started, like I got paid for the, I, I got paid on October 30th, and I had only had my check mark for a couple of weeks. So I'm not really sure if they pay out at the end of every month. I'm like, maybe, I guess they do. I don't know. So I don't know when to expect another payout. And I don't know what to expect that payout to be. Right. It could be another 30. It could be 90. It could be hundred. I don't, I literally don't know. Um, and I don't know that it, it's worth all of this. And uh, I saw today, Claude Taylor, who is at True Fact Stated, who mentioned rightfully that, you know, Twitter is worth now a fraction of what it was worth when Elon bought it a little over a year ago because he's deliberately destroyed it. And ruined everything that it used to mean. So he was like, What if some people just, what if Elon just stepped aside, and uh, some mm-hmm. former employees came back and just like turned it all around? I was like, Well, that'd be nifty. I don't think that's gonna happen. But I mean, right. in a perfect, in a perfect world, which of course we'll never have. But you know, like if I was a Jeff Bezos and I own the Washington Post. And I noticed that the links to my Washington Post stories are being suppressed on Elon's Twitter because he hates the truth and he doesn't want anybody reading a headline. If there's a picture, it could be a re- it could be there for any reason, that photo. You don't even know if there's a headline unless you click on it anymore. So right. if I were Jeff Bezos and I have all of this money, I wouldn't be buying big yachts and, and hanging out with my girlfriend and buying her more plastic surgery for her face and moving to Florida. I... Would be rounding up my fellow billionaire friends who have a reason, who have a genuine interest in making sure their business, their product, wh- whatever it is, their publishing, whatever their their publication, they want to make sure it gets it gets read, gets seen, gets shared, uh, the way it used to. You would think like there would be like five or six of these people who could buy out Elon right now,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: then. And then hire back the people who lost, who lost their jobs, not because they didn't want to work at Twitter anymore, but because Elon didn't want any of the old people still there. So right. if he got, like, Vajaya back, and, um, I, uh, and yeah, I forget, not, not Jack, because Jack is busy with Blue Sky, and he's very busy endorsing RFK Jr. What <laughs> the fuck? Um, right. I'm not going to go Speaking on Speaking of anti-semitism. Hello... <laughs> So yeah, no, not going over there. So it would, it would, to me, if I, if I, Oprah, Oprah's got a few bucks. Oprah would be <laughs> somebody. She, she and Jeff Bezos, and I don't know, name mother you know, people who own media companies in America. Not, not Murdoch, but um, you know, I don't know, N- not Harlan Crow, but people who have a, at least a vested interest in making sure truth gets out. It doesn't matter if it's good truth, bad truth, it's just truth. Like the news used to be back in the day. That'd be swell. I just think that'd be a great thing. If they could actually do something good with their billions instead of pretending to give money to Hawaii and then asking people to send money to Hawaii, they could, you know, buy back Twitter and get the truth back out there just in time. See, that's the whole problem, the whole reason this is happening when it's happening is because Elon wanted to destroy it for Vladimir Putin and, and their Saudi buddies before the 2024 election. So look how well that's turning out for them, though, because last night, boy, the Republicans, really, they really benefited from all of this stuff that they've been trying. Yep. Yeah. Keep telling us yeah. how you're taking away abortion. That's a great platform to run on. Look how well that worked out for you.
0: Yeah, as, 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 moderate... as we were saying, I was saying the last half hour, Donald Trump is like, I'm the one who, who ended abortion. I overturned Roe versus Wade because I got, you know, I got, you know, Amy Coney Barrett is, I got her on the bench and we overturned abortion yeah. rights. And then everything went to crap for the Republicans, at least electorally in, in those, since since 2022, I guess. So correct. we'll see.
2: So... What we saw last night, I thought, I mean, if, you know, aside from Mississippi, but we don't, I don't think we had great expectations for Mississippi. But I think what we saw, I mean, what we saw across the country was a rejection of what the Republicans are trying to do. Right. America, most Ameri- Americans turned out and they were like, "Uh, you're trying to do what? No, you're not going to do that. You're not going to control my body. You're not going to control this. You're not going to control the public schools. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. So... And, I mean, it's just so heartening it's to watch Virginia take back, Democrats take back the Senate. And it's heartening to see Andy Bashir hold on to his job in Kentucky. And it's really heartening to know that Ohioans can smoke weed legally. And yeah. and then they can go get a great big abortion after they get high as fuck. That's what Republicans think. That all that, That's all Democrats do is we smoke right, Get high and get abort. Get, get abortion. high and kill babies. That's what we do. We get high and kill babies, and then we just do it over and over again. Right. And while we're in the, sometimes, sometimes we take a break and we loan our brother uh, $200,000.
0: And then right. our brother exactly. pays us back. And from then that, China. That's the
2: reason to invest.
0: With Chinese you know, money. Of
2: course he got, of course it's Chinese money. What else, what other money would Joe Biden have? Gotten from, gotten
0: from, gotten from, gotten from laptops that, you know, were obtained from blind, uh, blind retirement who I, couldn't I, actually I, I, see. Yeah.
2: The shit that is happening right now, like I, I need everybody to like stop and just be and focus, laser focus on how absolutely abnormal the House GOP is. Like beyond no, they, the recent displays of abnormal, they're like peaking. Their abnormality is like they're, it's like they're having a fire sale and they're trying to get rid of every crazy last thing they have in their desk drawers before they know that they're losing power. Right. Because, like, Marjorie Taylor Greene today was, you want to talk about an unhinged person. She was so unhinged. Like, for her, even for her, crazy unhinged today on Twitter. She's threatening Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson, who should not even be speaking. I don't even, I still don't understand how Mike Johnson is in Congress if he doesn't have a bank account. Has he not have a bank account? Right. I don't, how does he pay his bills? Does he pay his bills? Does he pay his taxes? Where's all his money? Is it in a mattress? Is it in his prayer closet, locked in there with his wife and his black, quote, unquote, son? I don't know. You don't know. We should know these things. How did he run for office? How did he get elected without people finding out the man of a bank account? He's got credit cards.
0: Well, no one what? ran against him, so he'd have to, he'd and, have to run. And, no one ran against well,
2: him. Well, that's, I, I mean, when you live in the Louisiana swamp, I don't know, and, and he had to run against a, a nutria
0: and a gator. Great,
2: and I bet it was close. Um, and then doesn't even like a Christian. I mean, it doesn't he have like a Christian law firm, but it doesn't exactly practice law. But they try to get church status, and maybe they think they're tax exempt. I don't, I don't know. know, but what I know is Congress pays them one hundred seventy-four thousand dollars a year with taxpayer dollars. When they pay him, if he doesn't have direct deposit, how do they pay him, and where does that money go? Because it takes up some sort of space in the universe. Is it living in a special offshore account near the Caymans? Where is it? He says he doesn't have a bank account. He's a man of simple means. No, Abraham Lincoln was a man of simple means because he lived in the 1800s. You live now, and you're the Speaker of the House. And how, what? What? That's not normal. That should, people should be screaming about that big time. Big, big, big time, and people also need to stop talking about Donald Trump running for president, because aside from the fact that Democrats are going to get him removed from the ballot, uh, he he's going to be in courtrooms for the rest of his miserable life, so he's going to be a little busy not being able to run for president, and I'm not really paying attention to the GOP debate, and I don't know what they could be debating except who has the worst numbers right now, but... Uh, I mean I really it's got it's not going to be Trump and it's not going to be DeSantis. That's my take right now. What my spidey sense is saying it might be Chris Christie. Cuz he's like the least mm. worst of the worst. It might and he's the only one to talk cup against Trump and he's the only one who said he wouldn't vote for Trump. He's the only one. I don't like him, him. Yeah, I no. don't think he's a good guy. And all Governor Bridgegate brings shame my home state of New Jersey. I'm no I'm no when he shut down the private beach and then he went and parked himself there. I'm no fan, but at least he tells the truth about
0: Trump. And if I right. mean that's
2: my baseline. But they don't care about the truth. Right the Republicans,
0: right the Repub- the MAGA folks don't care about the truth. Uh wait, 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 wait. 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 Let me find that clip. There's a clip. They don't. Um, and and he, there's and a, there's a, said, a clip from said, a caller. I need to find the clip from the caller from from the show that I listened okay. to. You can keep um, talking, but.
2: Christy, when Christy got booed by the MAGA people over the weekend, well, here it is. Here it is. A, we an don't anxiety. care about okay. evidence.
0: We don't care about okay. evidence. We don't care, we about, don't care evidence.
2: about evidence. <laughs> no. Alternative oh, according facts. to this article, this that, the according to
0: Speaker Johnson's spokesperson, that the reason that the House disclosure rules don't require him to put his personal bank account on disclosure forms is because it is not an interest-bearing account. He said he doesn't have a bank
2: account at all.
0: Wow, maybe. That's what he said. Well, you know.
2: And what kind of bank account isn't interest bearing?
0: Well, maybe one of those ones. I'm telling you, uh,
2: (laughs) under (laughs) his mattress, it's in socks under his mattress, or it's in the wall, or I—I mean, who knows? Maybe I mean something is hinky, and if I were the IRS my ears would be perking up at this story be like maybe we should maybe we should leave all the little fish alone and go after that guy make him pay may, find out where his money is find out why Donald Trump hasn't paid tax that's fine um, well maybe that's why there,
0: they like, tied they that's tied they tied the reduction of any spending. Cause the, what was that bill that they put to the Senate? Is for any spending that we sent external money to or, or foreign aid to. They want to reduce the funding to the IRS because they don't want they don't want they don't want uh, any any more auditing of the IRS because, because yeah, well that makes
2: just, sense. That's oh my right. god. And then uh, House GOP also tried to defund the Vice President's office today. I don't know if you saw that. They right, and and they also tried the to what,
0: pay pay B- Pete Buttigieg a dollar.
2: Pete Buttigieg a dollar, because he he has he has chosen to have sex with men, so that's that's why Marjorie Taylor Greene wants him punished because he chooses he chooses that life. And well, so does she. Just, she chooses
0: to have sex with, with other men, men and not not her husband. Lots of them. You know,
2: lots of them. Maybe that's
0: why she's in a not, bad mood, is because she hasn't been able to cuckold anybody recently.
2: I don't know. I mean, she's got that five head guy from RB from RSBN on the leash. So what's with all these Republicans with the giant foreheads? Matt Gates and the, and Brian Glenn, they just like, we, there wasn't enough. I don't have enough closets in my house. So I have to put all my evil in my forehead. I don't know. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but right before, right before I called you, I was chatting with one of my new favorite accounts. If you're not following Anarchy Princess, you are missing out because she walks around Washington, D.C. with her phone and she just verbally harasses Republicans and it's glorious. She was the one who stood behind Peter Navarro with the sign.
1: Mm-hmm. And she was
2: the one yelling at Peter Navarro. So she posted, she followed Matt Gates down the street. She was like, hey, remember when you were standing there behind that thing? yeah, you look like a fucking loser. <laughs> I was like, nice. I love... I mean, if I ran into Mad Gates on the corner, I would probably treat him just as respectfully. So, you know, and that's... I, this is what I'm expecting of all American citizens now. Like, just, you don't have to take this shit. I have called Speaker Johnson's uh, office three days in a row and left voicemails because it goes straight to voicemail because I guess no human being works there. And I just, right. like, I'm just curious and I just ask questions. You know, my questions are like, why do you do this? And why is this? And why, why, why do you do this? What, what, what is this? So they never answer, but they're valid questions. And the point is that other people find out these are the questions that you've been asking them. Maybe they'll start asking them, too. Like, why did Marjorie Taylor Greene go to, a White, uh, go to the White House before she was sworn into office to help block January 6th? Why did she ask for a pardon? Why was she okay with not getting the pardon after their coup failed and she didn't get the pardon? Why does she stay loyal to Trump? I, you know, there's a question. I said lots of questions, you know, and I I was enjoying watching some of the, uh, the, the infighting where, I mean, they're all terrible. Right. And you know, they're all people who plotted to overthrow the government together, but now they're fighting with each other. So you have like, Roy, I don't, how do you pronounce this line? Is it Nels or Niels, N-E-H-L-S, Troy Nels? They
1: mm-hmm, were fighting with so. each
2: other. Yeah, they're fighting with each other on Twitter. He's like, why don't you think you Jewish space lasers? Blah, blah, blah. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. are like fighting like heady middle school, just, you know, when the bullies
0: all turn on each other.
2: So, I mean, that, watching them implode like that is great, but at the same time, it's at our expense. Oh, and I loved gonna, it when
0: Bobert and and Green were were at each other's because Bobert took Green's gropey. bill or yeah. Green put took Bobert's bill on impeachment and like that was my bill. No, it's my bill. Like, oh my god!
2: And then, but it, and she she said something about her being you know being too g- busy groping. Should, <laughs> I mean, they they are not friends. So right. whatever. But I mean, the whole point is, is that Marjorie Taylor Green should already be in prison. It's just every single day. I I have now, as part of my ritual of daily tweeting, I'm just going to keep tweeting that video of her confessing to plotting January 6th from the White House before she was sworn into office. And every time I show that video, people are like, hey, isn't that the DNC bomber? And I'm like, probably. It probably is. Hey, she probably. The shoes match. Shoes match really, really well. And then there's always one person like, oh, that's not her. Anyway. So she should be, I mean, I'm just tired of it. And I'm, I'm at the point where it's like, everybody's treating these people going to work every day like it's a normal thing, and it's not. It's not normal right. that Marjorie Taylor Greene gets to go to work every day. It's just exactly. not normal. And I think they should, And what, and all of their behavior today, I mean, they just got their asses handed to them yet again in an election yesterday. And I mean, if no one's caught on to the pattern as of yet, Democrats are fucking kicking your ass. From coast to coast and border to border, and how is this bad for Joe Biden? Tell us, Andrea Mitchell. So right.
0: Well, like what? everyone says, like well, Trump is Trump is beating Biden by five points. Well, at some point, Romney was beating Obama in 2012 by five points too. That exactly. didn't mean crap. It, it, that didn't mean crap because you know. I
1: mean. Like, I know you have
0: problem with polls because you know you've never been polled. I have a huge problem polls. with them. I get told I mean, all the time, but you know you do. But I, don't I, know. I mean, I never yeah.
2: have. I never have. It's not indicative of the entire public. If you take a sample of one thousand people who still have landlines in the middle of America, I don't think you're going to get a very vast and diverse group there. Um, and I think yesterday really proved that polls are bullshit. They can be manipulated. They can be paid for. They can be biased. They can lean specifically towards the candidate if that candidate's pack is financing them. And so I think we really need to ignore any poll except an exit poll as people are leaving a voting location. If you want to do right. a poll, that's the only time it makes sense because, hey, did you just vote? Great. Did you want to tell us who you voted for? No? Okay, well, you don't have to. <laughs> or you can. And that that's the way you find out. But other than that, like, how much can possibly change between now and next November? So many things can change.
0: But one right. thing that
2: is not going to change is Donald Trump's court calendar, unless he dies. That's the only thing that's going to change his court calendar. Hate to tell you that, MAGA losers, but all of his court dates are set for the next
0: year, at least.
2: So but There are some again, that are not set, of, but
0: there's a bunch that are set. I think there's one trial that's not yeah. set yet. but,
2: I, I, think, but right. I think there are like five after yeah. the one that he's in now. So and then after this it's another it's another round with Egene who we can once again remind everybody he was already found liable of raping her and that should automatically disqualify anybody from running for any office in the United States of America. If you're found liable of any kind of sexual assault, you don't get to run for public office. I feel like that's a rule the SEC could they could update their rule to reflect no. that. They should probably yeah. do that or if you fomented insurrection you should also not be able to run for office. Tiny minor situation that you might want to bring up. So Well understand. I, I
0: I mean how dumb can you be? Like he sat there and he said and he was like, You can just grab him by the hoo-ha and whatever. Yep. And then and then in the deposition for the E. Jean Carroll case, they asked if he was just joking he asked they asked him about that comment and he could have just been there and said, I was just joking around about it. There was just locker yes. room talk, I wasn't really serious. No, he said doubles down. It was like, no, that's what rich people get to do. Like, yeah, he, he, and but, she loved
2: it. It didn't happen, but she loved it. And so you know, right. come on. He's so disgusting, and
0: his daughter. And then it was like, who, who is today. this woman? And he, he this, I'm not attracted to this woman because, of course, he's basing the looks off of now. But Then they show a picture. Who is right. this woman? That's Marla. No, right. That's the woman I mean, who so is accusing you of sexual of assault. Sexual assault. Oh.
2: How honestly and. I still, to, to this day, there are people still loyal to him, still fighting for him. And I'm just like, some fucking, that guy, Stu Peters, posted a photo of him today that he immediately, like a picture of him from court today that he immediately altered. And he was like, Donald Trump's actor stand-in is in, is in court for him, Well, the real president is somewhere else. And I was just like, you motherfucking idiots. Like, you're really going to try to post an AI photo now, in 2023? You think we don't know what Donald Trump looks like? Right. We don't know. The man that walked into the courtroom and sat is sitting there like a subdued little bitch. is the same man who was yelling and playing the invisible accordion five minutes ago. Stop it. So, and and my well, thing just, with my you know, back I, with the
0: polls though. My thing with the polls that I've been bitching oh. about is is the, is that they don't ask the right questions. Is, is no. that is even even if the polls are valid and and giving and and they answer it correctly, they don't even ask the right questions. Like and then the media people who report on the polls are all like baffled. Like on the on the issues of abortion. They're like uh, oh, we don't understand why these politicians are voting to put into place these draconian abortion laws when a majority of the state doesn't support them. And they're like, Well, because you're not asking the people who are voting who are you're polling if they would vote out these people if they would pass them because they know they're in a red state and they know that even if a majority of the people support abortion rights they know that a, a, a different majority of the people which has an intersection of people are go- are not going to are not going to vote them out that some of the people who are republicans who might be pro-choice are not going to stop being republicans on that one issue so right but they're too stupid it, it gets me so frustrated like that these people are on national television and we're sitting here like you know smarter well, than them well i mean
2: you know of course, you know my frustration with the with the MSM. They're not asking the right questions because they have PTSD from covering Trump all of this time. And they right. they don't know how to take a step back and look at the bigger picture anymore because all they care about is Donald Trump yelling and screaming to get them ratings. And mm-hmm. there's so much... I mean, look how they, they've handled the whole Middle East thing. I mean, it's such a shit show right. with the coverage. And that's why, I mean... I almost can't pay. I mean, I pretty much don't pay attention to that as even as a Jewish American, because they get so much of it wrong.
1: Right. And then the message
2: gets muddied and people don't know who they're supposed to be mad at. So they just stop paying attention completely and people keep getting slaughtered. And they don't understand that it's, you know, there is a difference between holding a government accountable and blaming citizens for the actions of a government, and then blaming a subset of your citizens for the actions of the government. It's just, all slaughtering of civilians is bad. Hamas is a domestic, okay, Hamas is bad. We don't support Hamas. We do not support bombing, the bombings of innocent civilians, regardless of who is doing the bombing. You can be a Jewish American and not support what Netanyahu is doing you can be a Jewish American and be horrified by the slaughter of Palestinians and you should be you can be a Jewish American and be horrified by the slaughters by the slaughter of Jewish people of course in Israel and in Gaza but I mean you can also be furious at what is happening in Gaza and the and how the United States has a a role in it and you can ask your government to be accountable without saying, I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden. Exactly. That's not what we do, right?
0: Right. <laughs> you, that just sums up you, like the past three weeks of my show. Exactly. <laughs> it's, and so is that, it's is, like is like that, watch, that's what I say. Is, is, is right. Is that,
2: and, 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 and Biden, like Biden, Obama Biden from the other people, day. people
0: are so angry. People are so angry at Biden, especially like, like. Young leftist. I mean, I describe myself as a. leftist. They
2: don't know why because it's They're, so they're angry. They're stupid. angry
0: because we had four years of Trump. That everything diplomacy wise was always aired out in public. He would always talk, do every. There was nothing that was done in private unless it would benefit him right. personally. Everything di- diplomatic, uh, using quotes because it was. It's not diplomatic if you do it in public. Right. Everything involving foreign foreign affairs. Uh, he would do out in public, loud in the open, so everybody could see, even if it hurt our standing. Biden, on the yeah. other hand, will, we'll, we'll, you know, so publicly support our allies, maybe gently give criticism publicly, and then in the background be like, you know what, you all know, need to stop it. Like, he'll, but, he'll, put, he'll apply pressure privately because that's what the adults do, and correct. They're, they're mad that he's not being Trump. Like, it drives me up the
2: wall. When the MSM tries to treat Biden like Trump, you can't do it. It doesn't work. And here's the other thing. You might remember that Joe Biden was vice president of the United States for eight years. And his main achievement as vice president was being the most amazingly effective public servant when it came to foreign policy. He understood foreign policy like no one else in in a democratic administration, I believe, and he was the one who fostered these amazing relationships around the world with our allies so that when Donald Trump immediately destroyed them, there is a reason allies around the world, when they found out Joe Biden was running in 2020, they breathed a collective sigh of relief. They all wanted him to run in 2016. And the only reason Joe Biden had to let down our allies is because he was his family was going through a devastating loss. They, were, they lost Beau Biden and he right. was mourning and he was, he was focusing on his family and he did not want to be in, in the public eye. As, as hard of a decision that was, he, he chose his family. But in 2020, when he saw what had happened, he felt it was his duty to run. And, that's, and our, foreign, our, our allies around the world – Supported that immediately because they remembered their relationship from the Obama administration and all of the good work that both of them did spreading goodwill around the world. And so having Joe Biden back in that back in the White House, knowing what he knows about foreign policy and doing exactly what you said, if you're not hearing about it, you should actually take comfort in that he's doing his job. You don't have to see everything he's doing. You're exactly right. And if the MSM was covering him accurately, like they, if we just take away the four years they had to cover Trump, the way they covered Obama, the way they covered every previous president, here's what the president did today. He signed this bill, this bill, this bill. The vice president was here, and she said this, That If they would just do that, that would be great, and that would be what we grew up with. That's, we've talked about this before, that return to normalcy in, in reporting and being able to trust the news. Instead, you, it's up to the MSM to decide when, they're, when they want to dial down the rage and return to a calm way of reporting the news. We're going to be ready for it. We're ready for it already. And we're demanding it, and they're just not listening to us. And so that's why I'm, I'm on Twitter every day. Going, hey, can you just say it this way? Can you just say <laughs> it like this? Right. Can, can you just say the truthful thing in a truthful way? There are so many stories that we miss. Because you're so busy saying, Donald Trump said this. I don't give a fuck what Donald Trump said. It's a lie. It's a lie covering up something else, covering up something else, covering up something else. When your whole family is testifying against each other in a courtroom, it's really time to stop treating anything you say as a normal statement. Not that anything he's ever said is normal, but they need <laughs> to stop covering it like he is. Right. And I, I, when, I was on, when I was on with Hal on Monday, I said... We need to follow what Ma- Rachel Maddow said. You know, ignore what they say and watch what they do. You want to tell me what, what happened to Donald? Donald Trump got shut down in court today by Judge Engeron because he was running his mouth, and Engeron was like, "Silence your witness, or you're in contempt." That's great. Tell me about that. I don't give a shit if he stands on the court steps and goes, "That that that." I'm worth fifty hundred billion gazillion trillion dollars. I don't care. Everything <laughs> he says is a lie. It shouldn't be covered. It's, that's not what should be covered. You can say, oh, he, he tried to cover, cover for himself out on the courthouse steps, but in the courtroom he was his usual subdued self as Judge anger on Delivered. And and he, or they could talk about the testimony, like Ivanka's testimony, where every single time her lawyer tried to object, judge, the judge overruled it because they were trying right. to pull their usual tr- Trumpy tr- tr- tricks. Those things report on. But they need to stop reporting on his antics. And start reporting. I don't want to see him standing at another podium, looking at the sky, going, this is this the windmills. I'm scared of the windmills. Nah, nah." I just whatever. It's like we have real issues in this country that have to be dealt with in a very serious way. And watching this clown trip over himself all the time is taking away from the things that are supposed to matter to us. And The fact that what, like, Americans turning out last night and letting it be known that they're not putting up with this Republican bullshit anymore, that's huge. That's a very, that's a good, that's a huge thing for Democrats to lean into and focus on for the next year as we're trying to take back the House and get our trifecta back in Washington. I would love it if more people were just focusing on the truth and focusing on the real issues that are facing real Americans every single day. And instead of you know, the clown the clown show, you know, right. I want, I want our stories getting out there so that people understand the real impact of what's happening in the world. And when you don't show them what's going on and you don't tell them the truth of what's going on because you're too busy with the smoke and the mirrors, it's to everybody else's detriment, which is why, Casual anti-Semitism is rampant, or casual Asian hate <laughs> is rampant, casual,
0: yeah. and all of these casuals rampant, but unfortunately, it's gone right. beyond the casual. Before we get back well, to the, before we pen. go back to the anti-Semitism, <laughs> I do want to address something in the chat. Um, one of the things, my, uh, the first liberal den, liberal then patron, Deminox, uh, said something about how people refuse to say the word ceasefire, and sometimes they're saying pause. I think one of the problems with the word ceasefire is that I think sometimes people. hear ceasefire and think truce and think that it's like a a permanent end to the end to the fighting and right and and like one of the things that in in this whole conversation i I think it's a a non-starter to suggest that israel does not should not have the authority to go after hamas now they should now, how they go after Hamas, we've both said clearly that we disagree with what they're doing and how they're doing it, but they still should be able right. to do it. Just they need to do it in a better way. And even, right. even uh, the Secretary of State um, uh, Blinken uh, today was, uh, was basically saying, like, and like talking about the, the post-operation the post, uh, world where they're like, and making it clear that there's, there's to be no permanent removal or even temporary removal of Gazans from Gaza, uh, there's to be no occupation of Gaza, there's to be no permanent stationing of Israel troops in Gaza, there's to be no, you know, shortening or, or, or taking away any land from Gaza. It's like he was being, they were very clear and very stern oh. on this should not be taken as an opportunity by Netanyahu to to take advantage and to do anything else that would that would further, you know, shrink Gaza or take away your political power or whatever. So they're taking a harder and harder stance as they can. But I'm just going to say that, you know, for as much as people like badmouth Biden for what he's doing um, at the end of the day, Um, Just from a personal note, my grandparents, who have now passed away, um, worked on Joe Biden's first senatorial campaign. Um, Mm -hmm. They knew him as a person, and they did nothing but gush about what a nice, good, decent man that Joe Biden was or is. Um, And I am trusting them. I would trust them above almost anybody else on the planet. Like mm-hmm. my wife maybe gets top billing, definitely gets top billing, right. but I would trust them above pretty much over anybody else on the planet, especially on issues pertaining to that, because they knew mm-hmm. him. They, they, they fully believed in him. Like whenever they would see him in Delaware, cause they lived in Delaware all all of their, for most, for all of my life, they lived in Delaware. Um, uh-huh. And I see no reason to doubt his integrity and his and his and his, and his good heart. So I'm going to believe that he is that that he is not supporting genocide like some people want to claim that he is. I, of I am going he's to not believe
2: supporting genocide.
0: I am going to believe because of my grandparents that he is working behind the scenes to try and stop what's going on in the of best way he that is. he can. So now I don't, I don't necessarily tell I'm not going to tell other people believe my dead grandparents because they didn't know my dead grandparents. They don't know them. Right. You know,
2: but, to know but somebody I'm, I'm just going to say, say that when,
0: when I say that I trust Joe Biden, that I trust he's doing the right thing behind the scenes. It's not just because it's not because I trust a politician, Joe Biden. It's because I trust my right. grandparents. It's because I, right. I believe them. In how they describe the man, the person himself. So
2: yes, and anybody, and I always get a little bit choked time, up when I talk about
0: them because I was very close to them, and they would have loved,
2: yeah.
0: to have seen him get inaugurated. Uh, they 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 were very happy when he became vice president, but they would have loved to have been able to see him become president. So
2: well, and to ha- I mean, you're you're just honoring their legacy in the right way. So that's
0: wonderful. My mother.
2: Uh, always loved Joe Biden. I mean, I grew up in Jersey, so Delaware is right next door, and he was just you know always you know just like in the 70s when he started coming up. My mother would go, oh I like that Joe Biden. Like she had a little crush on him. Like I have a little Dem crush on Eric Swalwell. My mother had a Dem <laughs> crush on Joe Biden. And in the 70s, I remember her saying, I remember her even saying that she wished she could vote for him because yeah she was he wasn't from our state. He was running for Senate, and she said he, he's going to be president someday. And this was in the late '70s. She would say that. And my mother does not uh, doesn't get her head turned by men very often.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, a
2: handful of famous men. Paul Newman. You know, obviously she always liked William Devane. But my mother doesn't fall for every pretty face that walks by.
1: When right. she
2: zeroed in on Joe Biden, I was, and that made me pay attention in the same way that whenever she saw Donald Trump, she'd go, oh, he makes my skin crawl. That made (laughs) me pay attention. Seriously. The way – because, you you know, you get your impressions from your immediate – like, you got the impression of Joe Biden from your grandparents. You love them. You trust them. They treated you well. They lived by example. You understood that if they thought someone was a good person, that's a good person. So – and my parents – I mean, again, not geniuses. My dad is, like, the equivalent of Donald Trump drove a truck in Jersey – but for my father when he would say see Trump and go, God, that guy's a slumlord and he had nothing mm-hmm. nice to say I like, oh, that's interesting. It's interesting. If you if you keep your mouth shut sometimes and you listen to the way other people that you respect or the people that you like, the way they talk about other people, it's interesting. It's just to me that's a part a part of sociology that I find interesting. But anyway, I, I believe with all my heart and soul that Joe Biden wants every everything for, to end in, for, in the best possible situation for everybody involved. And, of course, that's an impossibility. And when you are faced with a situation like we are in the Middle East, that is so complicated. And uh, to go back to the, the, the ceasefire, I heard someone say something very very uh, straightforward about the concept of a ceasefire as far as who's involved currently. So there's a side that if they lay down their arms immediately, this whole thing could end. You just end. And they could start rebuilding. But if the other side lays down their arms, they're going to get slaughtered. So what what is the choice? Do you stop fighting and get slaughtered? Do you keep fighting and keep slaughtering each other? Or how do you find a peaceful solution when one side is invested in terrorism and they have no regard for human life? And... I think part of the reason people want to blame Joe Biden as president, they blame any president of the United States right now, because there's not some easy solution. And if there's anything Americans hate, it's things that aren't easy. Boy, Americans love an easy way, don't they? And <laughs> they I remember like, when...
0: They, we don't like nuance. They don't
2: like when things... They don't like it when it's hard. They, they right. want everything. And, so, but, you know, working hard is hard, being, doing the hard things is... But when you do something, when you work hard for something and you get a result... It's earned, and you feel good about it, and you did something. And when Barack Obama was first inaugurated, and when he was actually even on the campaign trail before, he said, it's not going to be easy. Look at this mess. We have a lot to clean up. There is hard work ahead of us. Are you ready to do this hard work with me? And enough people were, were absolutely ready to do that hard work. And so, but when it comes to something like this where, a lot of people don't understand it, and they think the president of the United States can pick up the phone and say, hey, Israel, stop it. Hey, Palestine, stop it. Hey, Hamas, stop it. That's not how it works. Right. And so it's not Joe Biden's fault that this is happening. The word fault needs to be removed. He is, as a diplomat, as a world leader, working with who he can work with to try to find a solution but if people aren't coming to the table, it's really, really hard. And for someone to say, "I'm not going to vote for genocide," Joe, fuck you, dude. You don't know any of the details. You're just, you're just spewing back something that sounds snappy that you heard on Newsmax or you saw it on Facebook. But you don't understand what the what the what the meaning is behind it. Just like all of these people throwing around wokeism. Oh, go woke, go broke. Really, what does that mean? And they, they're like, uh. Uh, they don't know. None of these people know what woke means. They have no right. idea.
0: Well, they define don't. woke and they can't say it.
2: <laughs> they can't. And they sputter and there was like that Brittany Mandel woman who's like the, the whatever, the trad wife, the trade wife. I hate- she couldn't <laughs> define woke on the thing. She's like, oh, this is going to go viral. and said, so, well, you fucking idiot. If you're going to appropriate wrongly appropriate, a term from black culture. You better understand it before you throw it around, but you're not going to do that. So of course not. And it all goes back to Americans are stupid and lazy. They don't want to do the work for themselves. They don't want things to be hard. And they're all bottom line people. Just tell me, what am I supposed to think about this? Am I supposed to be mad or am I supposed to be happy? Am I supposed to be mad? Okay, I'll be mad. I don't understand why I'm mad, but I'm mad now. Oh, whose fault? (laughs) Is it Jews' fault? Okay, great. I'll be mad at the Jews. That's easy. Oh, so here, why educate and yourself?
0: But that, that, and back on the anti-Semitism, I think one of the things that I've been yeah. noticing recently with this is, you know, I consider myself, you know, I call myself a pragmatic progressive, but, you know, I consider myself more of a leftist. And I always have to explain to the people who are leftists that, you know, well, why do you call yourself liberal, Dan? I was like, because those, you know, a lot of people like get offended if you call them a liberal, um, and I'm like, well, first of all, it was a, a radio show host, a conservative radio show host, Rebecca Pratt, who named me Liberal Dan, and it's stuck, and it's catchy, mm-hmm. so I I stick with it. Uh, but at the end of the day, like you know, one of the tales of all the time is is leftists telling other leftists they're not leftist enough. But <laughs> one of the things that I've that I've noticed with in, in this thing in particular is that you know we have. You know, I I, I did make a TikTok about this one. You know, we had, I think I've talked about this on YouTube as well. Like, you know, we on the left will say that when it comes to issues of racism, that you should listen to black people and black people's lived experiences uh, about their oppression and marginalization because, you know, they're they're the experts on their own oppression and marginalization. And it's true. And, And no one on the left would argue with that and then we, right. when we talk about how the marginalization and oppression of women and, and what we, and on sexism you know you know that we should listen to women and, and and hear what women have to say because only a woman can explain to you what it means to be a woman and you know nobody on the left would agree, would disagree with that and when mm-hmm. it comes to like lgbtqa you know issues like the lived life experiences of anybody who's lgbtqa well you know only they can tell you about their oppression and marginalization, and, and nobody else can tell right. you about it. And and, they, and, when, and when they speak up about it, you should listen to them and, and understand it and hear them and not argue with them about their lived-life experiences. But let me tell you, when I try and speak up about the lived-life experiences of myself as a Jewish person, I get so many leftists trying to argue with me for whatever reason, because Jews are not allowed to defend themselves for whatever it's, reason.
2: It's, and people who think that they're supporting us and they fall over themselves to try to say, it's almost like when they, oh, I have a black friend. It's, yeah. uh, people when <laughs> I've had people say to me on Facebook, and I know they mean well, they, but they don't know what they're saying. They're like, well, you know, if things get bad, I'll, I'll hide you.
0: Right. Uh, what? Don't let it get what? that bad in the first place.
2: Uh, are, are, you, you want, are you telling me that I can be your little Anne Frank?
0: What? What?
2: So I, I think there's so, there is so much casual and microaggressive anti-Semitism that is in society that people don't even know what they're saying. Like if someone says, oh, this thing chewed me out of a quarter. This machine chewed right. me out of a quarter. What? what? They said, what now? That happened to me when I was in college in Georgia. No one knew I was a Jew. Jew, So someone said that right in front of me. I was like, excuse me? Right. So, I mean, when your name is Tara Dublin, nobody thinks you're Jewish. That's not their first impression. Tara is the throne of the ancient Irish king. Dublin is obviously the capital of Ireland. I'm not Irish at all. I just have this name. And when people find out I'm Jewish, they find it humorous because of what my name sounds like.
0: Right. There's I mean, I mean, I know people... somebody who was half Irish and half Jewish, but she was like technically Jewish because her mom was Jewish, but her name was Christy right. Hennessy, So no, if you went by her name, nobody would have known that she was, of course. nobody would have known she was Jewish by her name, but you know, she's Jewish. Then of right. course, anyway, Becky and Schwartz and everyone Irish thought Jews, she was Jewish. But, right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: There are, and the, I mean, there are Irish Jews. There's not a lot of them, but I I am not one. I am just Jewish and have an Irish sounding name. So right. there are people who don't know I'm Jewish there are people, I've had people on Twitter call me a dirty Mick because they think I'm <laughs> Irish. I'm like, hi, if you're going to slam me, I, I, Dublin is not my location. It's my name, you fucking moron. Anyway. Right. Um, but, uh, and I've, I've had people mistake me, obviously, aside from being I- from Irish because of the name. Some people think I'm Italian, um, you know, the East Coast thing. They They don't think I'm Jewish, hardly ever. Um, and then when they find out, it's almost like they try to find a story to tell me to connect with me. Like, Oh, one time I went to my friend's house for Hanukkah and it was, I really liked the food or something like that. Um, and it's to me like, and it, it's almost like it's supposed to be our job to make them feel okay about doing that. Like, have you pronounced right. this? What is, what is, the name yeah, about of to that? Say, what it, is Hanukkah? Yeah. What is, what is that stuff that you eat? at it's trying that it says fruit in it. Oh, hamantashen. Yeah. Right. Oh, I like that. That's good. You know, things like that. Those, those are the small ones when they're, they're actually trying, you know, they it's just like either they just don't have the, like when I, when I went to the university of Georgia in 1989, I met plenty of people who had never met a Jew in their life, had never had a bagel, had never had Chinese food. Um, so, Especially on Christmas. You know, co- <laughs> I mean, they just, but, but like ever in their lives. Um, and so, you know, the cultural differences in different parts of the country are different. But the fact that there are certain tropes that are pervasive globally, none of which are true, all of which persist, fascinating to me uh, from a sociological standpoint and abhorrent to me just as a human being and right. that all of this still exists. In, in, in an age that's supposed to be modern, and we're all supposed to be advanced, and we're all supposed, supposed to be smart and educated, and be you know better about all of this, and we're not. So. Oh, we, like and, when
0: my we, mom, my mom was adopted and did twenty three and me and found a bunch of her kin, and most of them were from Georgia, at least from her dad's side. And wow. like I found like or on her half sister's Facebook page had a whole bunch of like pictures of like, you know, your stereotypical Shylock looking big hook nose, like oh, oif, very anti-Semitic. Wow. And I was like, are you kidding me with this crap right now? You do realize wow. that your, your sister, your half sister is, is, is Jewish. And by posting this, oh, you're, you're being very disrespectful to her and to me and to people who you're supposed to, you know, be getting to know as your new family. But, you know, yeah. I'm no longer friends with her. It them.
2: is. <laughs> well, good. It is. It's, it's just interesting what people think is Okay. And right. when they are called out on the things, they don't like that because it makes them face truths about themselves that they weren't aware of. And the one, one of the few good things I can say about getting trolled on social media is that it makes everybody really aware of whatever their own preconceived notions are. I, 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 it doesn't mean you're necessarily racist or you're, any, or you're phobic or you have an ism. Or, you may just have a cultural reference stuck in your head because of America being America. And you may right. have been told, you know, just what for whatever your reasons are. You know, you saw Dustin Hoffman playing Shylock and thought, that's all Jews. No, it isn't. But those myths will persist, just like the Bible myths with will persist because you get enough people saying enough things, enough people will believe them. And so, but I am here to tell you, and I think you could probably back this up yourself, here I am as a living example of I don't run the bank, I don't run the media, I have never gotten a check from anybody named Soros to support a Democrat ever. Right. No one has to pay me to. No one has to pay me to vote the right way. You don't have to pay me to vote Democrat. I'm going to vote Democrat all the time, down ballot every election. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, so you don't have to pay me for that. You can thank me. You don't have to pay me. I'm going to do that anyway. No one's paying us to do the right thing, and I don't know where and. Just remember, every accusation is a confession from the other side, which means there's some paid bad actors on the other side who don't even believe half of the shit that they're pouring or any of the shit that they're pouring right. into the world. But when it is incredibly, tar- when it's targeted and intentionally hurtful to other a group based on fear or whatever you were taught or whatever it is you think is the truth, it's, to me, it's hateful. And the way that it pops up. Now it's it's really overt on social media because people feel safe there, and I can put up a picture of you know the big like you said the the person on Facebook who put the exaggerated nose and you know the 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 greedy the greedy Jew and the money and the all of that. (laughs) It's when it happens in real life that it's astonishing. It's like you expect people to hide behind their keyboard. Right, you expect to have that false false bravado from your mom's basement, but when Mm -hmm. people do it in real life, and you're and because that's what happened to me. It happened to me in real life a week ago. A week ago, and it's still like it's still like it didn't happen, but it did, and it's. I it's still like oh yeah, that happened. So for your listeners who don't know, uh, the the Saturday night before Halloween, so like a week and a half ago, whatever it was, the Saturday night before Halloween, I went to a Halloween party at my friend's house, and it was not like a close friend of mine, she's like a friend of a friend, so uh, this friend was having a karaoke party at her house in Southeast Portland, and I got invited, and it had a theme, which was Rock the Boat, parties every year have a theme, and so I, and on another tangent, like, I didn't want to wear a sexy costume. I don't care about being sexy. I didn't want to go, I'm not going to meet people I wasn't going to wear. I just, it, like, my mom was like, go as a groupie. And I'm, Ew, no, no. So <laughs> I, I just, I just, I didn't, I just, I, I hate the fact. I don't know when it became a thing that women have to dress sexy on Halloween. And every costume is, I'm a sexy SpongeBob. What? <laughs> um, if you if you're not a person who wants to be dressing sexy around the rest of the year, like why would you do it on Halloween? And it made me mad and I'm 54 I don't give a shit. And so I decided that I was going to go with like my own grandmother on a cruise and I wore Mm -hmm. the most shapeless schmata thing I could find. I did very old lady makeup. I had bracelets and necklaces and I, I was like, when's canasta? I'm cold, you know, like that. Right. And, and I made, like, a lanyard. and wore it around my neck. Silver Seniors Rock the Boat Tour group. So I was very clever. And I sang. And that was a really good time. And I'm having a really good time at this party. And then this guy walks in. And he's wearing a bodysuit. Like, um, like a full body. Like, mm. drawn, but it doesn't light up. It's just, it's very thin and it's gray, but it has patterns on it. And I'm trying to, and everyone's, he just, like, walks in and, like, you have to think about, like, the body confidence it takes to dress like that and walk into a place. And, you know, he was fit. He was very, very fit um, and could pull it off and mm-hmm. uh, kind of sh- shaved silver head, blue, blue eyes. And he was an attractive man. And everybody was looking like, look at that guy in the suit. Look, look at that guy. What's he supposed to be? What is he? What is he? And so I ended up standing next to him in the kitchen. I'm like, well, so what is this? What is this that you have? What, I mean, what is this whole thing? He's like, I don't know. I just saw it on Etsy, and I thought it would be cool. I was like, is it Tron? He goes, Every, he goes, he goes the Gen X people say Tron. The other kids think it's from a video game. I don't know. He's like, I, I don't know. And so we start talking. He's like, who are you? His name is Steve. We start talking. And he asked me, what do you do? And I say, I'm a writer. So what do you write? And so I start telling him about my book, what's your book about. And I'm trying to tell him the backstory, And he's doing that thing where guys talk over you. And mm-hmm. women, any women who are listening, you're trying to tell a simple story, the most basic, like you're doing a really good job right now of listening to me. And I appreciate that. He, I was like, well, it's the story. I'm glad you appreciate
0: goes, that. Ha <laughs> ha. I had to do it.
2: <laughs> I mean, it ma- <laughs> but it matters. But so I'm trying to tell him. So I met Dave Grohl and it was like this Go, So you fucked him. Like, no, I did not. Yeah, you did. Well, no, I didn't. Because if I did, I would be telling a very different story. That's not my story. I'm telling you, it's my story. And he was doing that. And he was also doing that dude thing. He was like, here, have a drink. I'm like, I don't really drink. He goes, well, this is really good. You should taste them. I'm like, I don't really drink. He goes, oh, here, have some. Like, like, really pushing me to try it. out. I'm like, what did you do, put a roofie in it? So I was already, like, not stoked about talking to this person. Because he was negating what I was saying. And he was pushing alcohol on me. And I was just like, why am I even talking to a boy at a party? This is dumb. I don't care. But I'm talking. And I'm sensing he's sort of flirting, and I'm like, "Let me just see what happens." And so we're talking, and I'm talking about my book, and out of the blue, he goes, "Are you Jewish?" <laughs> and I, and I, I, and I, am wearing my necklace. I have a necklace that has three charms on it. One is an amethyst, which is a a, a crystal. It's like for protection, you know. And then um, I have an initial T. And then I have a Mogan David, a star of David, a Jewish star. So he says, are you Jewish? And I said, what gave it away, this Jewish star around my neck? And he goes, he goes no, your crooked nose. Mm. And I said, uh, what? He goes, yeah, your nose is crooked. I knew you were Jewish right away. There's a lot of fucked up shit going on right now for Jewish people, huh? And I was right. like, yeah. Like like telling a Jewish woman her nose is crooked. That's pretty fucked up. And he goes, well, it's not untrue. And I was just like, really? Okay. Well, I gave you two outs. Your first out was I showed you the Jewish star on my necklace and you could have said, yes, that's what tipped me off. And there, there was your out. But you had to go to the nose. And then when you had an out to get away from that, you doubled down on the nose. And so as a prop for my costume, I had a tote bag. And I leaned down to pick up my tote bag because I was going to get away from this person now. And he said, oh, so we're done? And I go, uh, yeah, we're done. I have to get my giant, crooked, heavey, hook nose very far away from you. My Jewy, Jewy, hook nose. I have to go over there now. And he's like, oh, come on, really? And I'm like, yeah, really? This Jew has to get her Jewy, Jew, Jew nose. Uh, I got to go. And so but I go over the, and I'm I was like,
0: just joking.
2: Yeah, he's like, oh, come on, come on. And so then I go and I find my friend. And I go, yeah, so I'm just a victim of anti-Semitism in the kitchen. And I'm going to go. She's like, what? And so she follows me out to the porch. And then she's like, okay, so remember when I told you I went to Oktoberfest last month and I met that guy and he was sort of attractive and we were sort of flirting. But then he kept poking me in the stomach and telling me I needed to work out more. And I was like, no. Yes, it was the same guy from Oktoberfest that she had met a month before who body shamed her, and yet her Oof. friend still invited him to this fucking Halloween party. So I was like, she's like, don't leave, don't leave, let's go inside. Let's, I'm like, I don't want to make a scene. You know, like, it's bad enough that this happened. My whole body is on fire. I want to get the fuck far away from here right now. And this other friend that she brought to the party, they, like, just met that night. She's, outsta- she's standing outside with us. And she didn't get the memo that it was a rock the boat party. And I can't, I don't even know what the fuck costume she was wearing, but she looked terrible. It was like very <laughs> quarry, like boobs, boobs out, short thing. And then, so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go. And it was this and then I'm leaving. And her friend was like, well, it was nice to meet you. And I'm like,
1: what?
2: What's wrong with you? So I, right. I, I made a, vi- I made a video in the front seat of my car. Cause I was like shaking so badly. I, I didn't want to drive. And I right. said, this is what happened. I can't, I can't believe this is what happened. I put it on TikTok and I put it on Twitter and I drove home. And the next morning I text my friend and I was like, so did everyone let the Nazis stay at the party or what? And she texted back. She goes, as soon as you left, I walked right into the kitchen. He was coming out of the bathroom and he was laughing at something. And I go, Hey, what you did was really fucked up. And there was a girl standing next to me. She goes, what'd he do? She goes, she, he goes, he told my friend that she had a crooked nose because she's Jewish. And he goes, I feel so bad. Why did I say that? I don't know why I said that. I feel so bad. He's like, I have a Jewish friend, and he makes fun of his nose all the time. <laughs> and I was just like, he said what? He said what? Really? I, the, he, if he had said to me, I have a Jewish friend, and he makes fun of his nose all the time, I probably would have fucking punched him. I probably would have, <laughs> and no one would have been upset. Or at the at the like at the bare minimum. Because, you know, like when, you, when you're when you in a thing and you lead the thing and you're like, oh, shit, I should have said this. I should have said this. Oh, yeah. I should have done this. The only thing I wish I had done, because I'm not a physical, I don't punch people. I don't, you know, I'm angry, obviously, and I did want to, you know, I didn't know what to do with my whole body. But I wanted to do the thing where you take somebody's cup and you hit the bottom of it so that it hits them in the face. <laughs> and then, like, all their alcohol goes all over them. That's what I, I should have done that. I absolutely should have cupped him. I should have done that um so but what happened was as soon as allison my friend went back and started yelling at him and this other girl starts she was like you did fucking what now and she starts this i didn't talk to that woman at the party the whole time and this we were in a small house there was a packed house party and this woman went off on him and she made the scene i didn't want to make and it's almost even better that way because if i made the scene Everybody there would have been like, oh, man, I went to this Halloween party Saturday, and this woman freaked out at this guy, but I don't know why. That's what it would have been if I did it, because it just would have been yelling all of a sudden in the middle of nothing with no context. But because I left and I told people quietly what happened, those people were like, oh, now we're going to make a fucking scene. And that's fine. It's fine that that happened. And they made the scene, and they started yelling at him, and he left that party about five minutes later. And so he'll never be invited back to that house. The host of the of the party texted me and apologized. It's like, sorry, the night ended so crappy. And I was like, yes, you don't have, you have, I mean, people who have never been a victim of even, you know, you can't really call it a hate crime. You could call it a hate incident. Um, right. but like people who have never been victimized, people who have never been victimized in any way because they don't belong to any group that has been othered or victimized. They literally don't know how to respond. And so many of my friends, when they heard the story, they were like, oh, he's so lucky I wasn't there. I would have fucking beat the shit out of him. I can't believe you didn't yell at him. I can't believe you. You of all people, you're so loud and you're so this and you're so political. And I was like, you're not expecting it, you know? You're not expecting it when you're having a conversation at a Halloween party. And I I was like, you know, when it happens to me on Twitter and it happens every day, pretty much, uh, I have choices. You know, I have time to react, I have time to sit with it. I have time to make decisions. Do I want to blow it up? How do I want to blow it up? Do I want to tag Linda? Because I think I do. Um, I have choices, but in that moment, I was like, "Wow, and I don't know I don't know if it, it happens to you in real life or the last time it happened to you in real life, but it's been decades and since someone has been that overtly clueless and anti semitic in, in, in my face. Maybe since college, even because like like again, I've seen it online or see it you you know, hear on TV or whatever in movies or whatever. But to have it directed at me, I hadn't had that in a really long time. Not not in not in person. And so, you know, in re- like I still think I handled it right for me. Mm-hmm. And even and I'm glad that I didn't make a huge scene because I think it wouldn't have gone well. Um, and then when I got home, I, like, I couldn't sleep, go to sleep. I couldn't sit down. I couldn't – my body wouldn't let me rest. Like, I was pacing and muttering. I did a long monologue to the cats. Um, you know, just I couldn't believe it had happened. Um, and I still kind of – I mean, you know, if somebody else had told me that story, I would have been horrified, obviously, and I probably would have said, well, that guy's like, yeah, I wasn't there. But I was there, and it happened to me. And I, all I did was, I mean, I let him know that what he did was wrong. And he's so lucky that that's all I did. It, it truly is, besides shaming him on social media. And I don't, and some people are like, well, what's his last name? What's his last name? Where does he work? Where does he live? And I'm like, I don't know his last name. I don't want to know his last name. I don't want to know where he works. I know he doesn't live in Portland. He was visiting from a town that's like south of Portland. He doesn't live here. He'll ne- I'll never see him again. Right. And there were a couple, there were a couple of accounts who were very aggressive. Were like, let's find him. Let's find him. Let's get him. Let's get, let's get Tizzy on it. And like, we'll find him. And we'll hunt him down. I'm like, no, that's bad karma. I'm not going to do that. I've had people do that to me. I've had people try to blow up my life like that. I'm not going to do that to another person. He knows what he did. He right. got run out of a party for what he did. Maybe he'll never do it again. Maybe he doesn't think anything's wrong. Guaranteed he called his friend, his Jewish friend who makes fun of his own Jewish nose to ask him if he did anything wrong. And who knows what his Jewish friend said to make him feel better about it. I don't know. There are Jewish people who will. And and, and the other thing, the other part of it was after sharing my story, for the most part, between TikTok and Twitter, you know, Facebook, my friends, of course, supported me. Most people supported me. One or two assholes were like, well, it is a crooked nose. Well, you do have a big nose. Fuck you. Um, I love my <laughs> nose. Um, uh, there was a woman who responded to me who claimed to be Jewish, and she said, well, he was obviously attracted to you, and that was part of his flirting, and maybe if you had given him a chance. And I was like, excuse me, what? That was And Hal, when I told the story <laughs> on Hal's show last, time, last week, he's like, that's negging."
0: That's I, I like was just literally to about to say, that's negging. That's how, that's how pick a totally negging. Ne- negging, yeah.
2: And I have never, I'm very proud to say, I never fell for negging because I don't have shit to prove to anybody. And I was not right. going to prove it to this guy. I, I, I'm not going to fall for that. And that this woman, she was like digging in. She was like, well, it was your choice to leave. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't really find anti-Semitism a turn on. That's just me, though. I mean, <laughs> what is wrong with you? that you think that insulting a woman is part of the flirtation dance. Because yeah. it's ooh. not. Like, ooh,
0: like, I'm, uh, I'm going to be at a party and see a person in a, in a sexy Klan outfit and be like, ooh, let me go hit on her. No. Like- I
2: mean, he might as well have been, or wearing a Nazi uniform, except he was wearing this bodysuit. Which friends, by the way, revealed that he was hung like a newborn because they, there was no, I mean, there was no <laughs> hiding anything in this thing. So if he was significantly packing, it would have been obvious and he was very smooth front. It was like, what if he was a
0: grower thin. and not a shower?
2: It doesn't really matter. It, do- <laughs> it, you know, it was very Kendall presenting. It makes me feel better to believe that growing for him would have been like, Hey, Steve, there's a raisinette in your pants. Like that to <laughs> me, that's as much as he could grow. I need to believe that, you know, a man who is that leads like he, because he did it to my friend Allison he he was negging on her body and she's got a banging body so I don't know what negging on Allison negging on me there's there it is there's your pattern I I know two things about you and they're right they're both terrible so fuck you Steve um and so, so the, the overwhelming support that I received was amazing like Holland Taylor the amazing actress responded she's like well you're beautiful and you're so eloquent and I can't believe that happened to you and I was like oh my god I love you um so,
0: Maybe he felt like he was Kenuff, like you know that meme with the Bobby movie. He was movie. not Kenuff. <laughs> he was not.
2: So uh, he's not even an Alan. Not even. He's a Steve, and fuck Steve. So, but I mean the re- and the I even hesitated to share the story, considering what social media, particularly Twitter, has become. Right. But at the same time, there was no way I was not going to share the story, because. It happened to me. It's important to share. It's important to let people know that this is the kind of shit that's out there and that he wasn't, he thought that what he said to me was okay. Tells you how ingrained anti-Semitism has become in this culture where people think it's okay. And when people were replying and they, th- they thought they were defending me by saying, your nose is perfect. There's, what's you know? I I'm looking at your nose and maybe it's a little big, but I have a big nose. But it could be called a Roman. Stop talking about my Well, it's like it's like nose. the
0: people that are like they're like you know when they try and tell somebody like when they when they try somebody tries to insult somebody by telling them that they're fat. they will be like, you're not fat. You're beautiful. Like you can't be both. Like, come on.
2: Right. Exactly. It's like um, uh, this happened to me. And you can think that, yes, 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 it's one of those yes, and yes, it's terrible that happened, and yes, I am an attractive woman. It doesn't take away from what I am. It doesn't take away from what I look like. We do not have to continuously comment on what my nose is or is not. And so having that be, and having it literally be the center of the issue, it's, uh, and I, I mean, I never really think about it that much, and I know, you know, it's just my face and it's the face I've had, and I, I had a friend, a gay friend of mine years ago, he's like, how come you ever had your nose done? I thought all Jewish girls get their noses done, and it made me feel self-conscious for about a second, and my boyfriend at the time was like, well, I love you, I love your nose, I love your face, so, you know, it's, fuck them, you know, like, I'm not going to get a nose job, I'm not going to do anything to change my face, so... And I'm also never going to deny my heritage. I'm not religious, but I'm very, very proud of who I am. It informs my humor. It's my background. It's the way I grew up. And I'm ne- I would never deny my heritage, and I would never hide it. And uh, I've, I'm hearing stories where people who are Jewish are out in public spaces, and they're saying, Kid, don't, don't talk too loud about being Jewish right now. Don't, don't say anything. Which is Horrific
0: right I, I, don't wear
2: don't wear your don't wear your jewish star don't wear your jewish don't wear star. your don't yarmulkes wear your
0: don't wear anything don't. that shows yeah don't. like it, it's the, the fact don't that we have to yourself. even think about doing that just shows you how bad the anti-semitism is i mean i remember even back in 2016 when you know trump was running and he was pulling all of his you know hitler playbook crap and i kept on yep. pointing out all of the hitler playbook crap that he was pulling and and people were like when have you ever dealt with anti-semitism and i'm like who are you to question me on whether or not I've dealt uh, with anti-Semitism ridiculous. or not? Like,
2: and, and, and what we're seeing right now is anybody who's justifying what's going on in the Middle East, and they're justifying it with anti-Semitism because they're conflating Israel with Judaism, Netanyahu with the Jewish people. So it's just one more thing to hate Jewish people for. Now we're murderers, too. We're mass right. murderers.
0: We're, we're committing right. genocide. Right, just as no, the collective no. punishment of Palestinians for what Hamas did is bad, the collective punishment oh. of Jewish people for what Israel doing is also bad. And I'm not trying to equate it, the two, but I'm just saying no, it's wrong it, to do one, it, it's wrong to do the other. Both are right. wrong. And, and,
2: right, and um, if you caught... The, and people the, have told me, um, yeah, on
0: TikTok, people have told me on my videos, if if you want to peruse that, that hellhole, uh, mm. people have told me specifically that you know I shouldn't be... Talking about the things that are happening, my concerns about the anti-Semitism, especially my concerns about like the phrase from the river to the sea, um, yeah, because because of what's happening to the Palestinians. Like, I can't do both. Like, I can't right. sit here and have videos where I publicly condemn Israel for wanton and indiscriminate bombing and condemn them for turning off the power and the water and the food and. And for previous right. to 10 seven, raising houses of, of Palestinians in the West Bank so that sellers can go move in, I can't have those videos while also saying that these words that are that you're saying are were, were, were painted by Hamas, who has used them to not just justify the elimination of the State of Israel but to wipe out every Jew period, not just in the area right. and so right. Maybe don't use them. Maybe use other things. Just say free Palestine. Like, yeah, I support a free Palestine. I support a Palestinian state. You know, let's have that. I support
2: a two-state solution. I support coexisting peacefully because that's what we're all supposed to do. We're not supposed to dominate each other. Zionism, like,
0: in my – I remember when Zionism used to mean – from Lebanon to the Red Sea, and then from like Jordan and Syria over to the Mediterranean and um, and, and the Sinai, like that, like that was Zion. Like Jews controlled that, and none of that land belonged to any Palestinians. No land for peace. Nothing. That's to me what Zionism used to mean. And pe- yeah. when people use Zionism as a pejorative, it was talking about those people. And pe- even people who were who embraced the term Zionism if you came to them and said, well, I support a two-state solution, the Zionists would be like, puh, 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 you're terrible. That's not a solution. You, you can't do that. We, no land for peace. And wow. now if you support a two-state solution, you're a horrible, terrible, terrible Zionist because you support, you know, some Israel being there in some form, even though you're supporting the idea that Palestinians should have the right to self-govern without Israeli interference. Um, yeah. And my and while this is a little bit of a potentially a slippery slope uh, argument, is that you know you know as eventually it then becomes well it then becomes okay so let's say we, we we form one big country that's not Israel that's just everybody there but and then but you still say the Jews have a right to be in, exist in that country and then they're like no that's Zionism like. <laughs> the, the, the goalposts keep moving on what Zionism is, and if well, the goalposts keep right. moving on what Zionism is, then then there's no real definition of what is, and then it's not fair to the to, to the to the, it's not it's, they're being disingenuous at that point, and then you can't have an honest debate about what's going right. on. So, right. and again, you know, and so we're we're horrible, terrible people because even though I'm sitting there saying that how I believe that pal, I mean I I don't believe that there can be a single state solution to this, but there's too much bad blood right no. now.
2: No, there can't be a single state solution in no way, in no way. And they've proven that uh, over and over. And so, and again, I know I'm not a foreign policy expert in any way, and it sounds naive, but again, as humans, we are supposed to coexist peacefully. It is allegedly the, the tenet of all world religions. To coexist peacefully with our fellow man and love each other as we love ourselves and love thy name blah, blah, blah. And all these people are just fucking killing each other either over stupid religion or I want one more square mile of land. And these are things that if you are able to see the bigger picture, none of these things matter. What matters is being able to coexist peacefully. Here's your house. I'm not going to go bomb your house. Here's my house. Please don't come by my house. That sounds fair. Let's all live now. Which sounds like a child said it, but literally is what everybody is supposed to want on this planet. We're all supposed to want to be able to wake up in the morning, live our lives, and live through the whole day and not be dead at the end of the day so that we can get up the next day and keep living our lives. Right. Right? As humans, supposedly, like, we just want to live and keep going and live life and be able to look back on our lives. Like, look at my family. And I had these great-grandchildren. And we went one night... One time we went to Vail and had a great trip. And what a great life we had. What great memories. I lived a great life. I'm 86. I can die now. That's, that's nice. Instead of, I spent my, my 14 years on this planet being indoctrinated into a death cult, and I beheaded babies, and then I sacri- sacrificed myself for my, my version of God. What? <laughs> like that's, not, that's not what we should be raising other humans to be doing. So why are we doing that? And wh- why? I know all of these questions have crazy long, complicated answers that we're not going to solve. But again, I don't wake up every day and go, who can I fight with today? I don't do that. I'm a reactionary person. I, I look around and I go, why is it like that? Why? Why is that? And that's when I get mad and that's when I do things and I respond and I, I take action that I think makes sense in the moment. I'm not going right. out to kill anybody. And I don't, I don't you know like Taylor Swift. I, I, I don't start shit, but I can tell you how it ends. So <laughs> it's just, you know, when... when and
0: thank you to Taylor Swift bad. for getting all the Swifties to vote, because that could have been one of the reasons oh why the God, things I love, went well.
2: I, I love Taylor Swift so much. I am a Swiftie over 50. I don't know if you saw this, but Nikki Haley has decided to appropriate some of Taylor's branding, and the Swifties aren't happy about this. Nikki Haley is using the new 1989 cover, but for, it says 2024. And she replaced the seagulls with eagles, and one of them looks like it's, like, dive-bombing her butt. It's it's not good Photoshop. And then the other one is, like, the Eras poster, and Nikki Haley's like, yeah, I have different eras, too. Yeah, like your latest era, where you're fine with having a national abortion ban. So, I like, I made a TikTok about that, and there's, like, 18,000 views on that one, because you tell the Swifties that somebody is, is stepping on something of Taylor's, and that will not stand. So... But I love Taylor Swift for having such a great influence on on everybody. He's just like, "Go go vote, go make go get your voice heard. don't let, don't let people hurt people. don't do... I love her so much. like I want to hang out with Taylor Swift. I want Taylor Swift to read my book and then I want her to write an original song to the eventual streaming series adaptation, and I want her to direct an episode. That's what I'm manifesting now.
0: <laughs> we can wrap on.
2: we can end. We can end on the happy on the happy uh, stuff yes. about my book because there's happy. Sure. Things to, I mean, I, 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 how, I, are the, I, how are the how are the views not,
0: going? How are the sales going? How is everything going with the book? Which which is again linked to um, on okay. the top of the. uh thank you, thank I'll, you. I'll thank link you. it in the chat. Um, it's called the, the sound Amazon, of settling. The sound of settling.
2: The Sound is Settling, which is a Death Cab for a Cutie song, if you don't know that. Um, and it's a rock and roll love story, and it's the ultimate fan fiction because the way the couple meets in the book is the way that I met Dave Grohl in real life when he knew my name before we ever met at a secret Foo Fighter show in 2001 before there was ever social media. And I couldn't go out with him after the show because I was married with a two-year-old. But in the book, the woman who wins the contest to go see her favorite band and ends up Going, getting called out by the lead singer. She doesn't have a child. She just has a shitty husband. So she, uh, she decides she's going to use this contest as a way to leave her bad marriage and go on and have her own life. But then this rock star is like, hey, and she's like, yes. And, but then she finds out that maybe it's not all it's cracked up to be. So it's the best thing I've ever written, and I'm super in love with it. And everybody, I mean, the responses are amazing. They're amazing. They floor me. They make me, sometimes I get these tweets and they make me cry. And the reviews are incredible. And as of today, I've sold 306 copies.
0: Very nice. It's been,
2: I, I, thank you. I published it. I think it's been out for two months. And I've sold 305 copies. And as of today, on Amazon Kindle, over 10,000 pages have been read.
0: Very cool. Over
2: 10,000. That seems like a lot of pages to me. 10,000 seems like a lot, right?
0: Yes. And how, how many pages are is the book, how many pages long is the book?
2: 375. So, so. I, that's, that, that's a lot of pages. And so now I want a Hollywood producer to buy it. and So I don't ever have to worry about money ever. Right. Again. That would be super. So, but it's for me, it's honestly just the things that people are saying, this, a guy tweeted me like the, my main characters are named Grady and Lila. And a man, a guy tweeted me last night and said, I have a crush on Lila, which I was like, that's amazing. I created a character, a literary character, and someone has a crush on, on her, which is great. And I mean, she's loosely based on me, but it's not me. And then another person who finished the book tweeted me the other day. And she's like, I miss Grady and Lila. I miss them. And it's it's just so nice. And what a great compliment. People say they can't put it down, which is another great thing. Some, which I mean, it's incredible. And they all say they all want to see the streaming series, and five stars. So what I need is, like, I need, because, again, we're stuck in that weird TikTok land of, like, 300 views, maybe. I need it to go viral, viral. I need a big, big account to hit it hard. I need Stephen King. Stephen King tweeted about a book tonight that's not my book. Somebody else's book It's a horror book. That makes sense for Stephen King to tweet about it. Stephen King follows me back on Twitter. We haven't had any interaction since he followed me back, and it's been a few months now. So I'm waiting. I'm just waiting for a big account to be like, buy this book. Um, my mom texted me because I like one of these I was like, hey mom, I sold this many. Just I don't any of your famous friends help you? And I'm like, well, you know, it doesn't work. Like, you know, like Peyton Oswald. Why doesn't Peyton, Peyton Oswald. Oswald help? you? <laughs> I love that's such a mom thing to say. Right, Peyton Oswald. But what I did do, because I do know Patton and I've known Patton Oswald for a while, I, I screenshot the tweet, the text. I tweeted it and I tagged him and then he he liked it. And so I emailed him. I was like, hey, Patton, my mom says you should write, read my book. He goes, <laughs> Can you write tag? he was goes, he goes, sure thing. And so I sent it to him. So Patton Oswald has it right now. I don't know if he's read it. I don't know if he's doing anything. It's fine. He has it nice. is what matters. So I don't know. I don't know. Ellen Barkin says she wants to be in the streaming series. And so does Lisa Ann Walter. That'd be nice. Um, you know, so if, if any Hollywood producers are out there, <laughs> let's go, let's start that Hollywood bidding war. It's I'm just, I and honestly if,
0: look, if, if the rumors and the stereotypes were true, you would have no problem getting Hollywood producers to put your book to that's, a movie, that's right? right. If, so we have just disproved the, media, the rumors and stereotypes, you know, I mean, being no true.
2: offense, no, no offense, Dan, but if I controlled the media, I'd be a little too busy to be sitting here and talking to you for an hour and a half.
0: You know what I'm saying? I, so. I, I, no offense taken. If, if, no, I, look, I would look if, 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 if I controlled I the media, I wouldn't be sitting here. I wouldn't be. I mean, exactly. I still have you on my show. Clearly, I'd have you on my show, but show. I wouldn't. Be on TV. I, I would. I, I would. I would be doing this show five days a week, three hours a day. You know, and Jimmy Fallon's job, if you yeah. if you
2: ran the media, or exactly. I would. I, one of us. One of us would have Jimmy Fallon's job. The other one of us would have Stephen Colbert's job.
1: Yes, exactly. If that
2: was, if it was true. It's not true. So instead, both of us are like, please send $2 to my Venmo. Please buy me, <laughs> you know. But there's exactly. a reason I'm always like, there's a reason where I am constantly hustling on this book, because I get my first royalties payout at the end of November. So if I make enough in the royalties, and I'm on, I'm on track, it's already November 8th. If I sell another 50 books this month, my royalties alone will pay my rent. Right. Which is incredible. Right. Isn't that incredible? And I won't have to borrow money from a family member to pay my rent. I'm 54. So to be able to live off of my writing is always the goal, you know, to get another job in politics, writing. I still haven't gotten a job. So a job writing in politics or for anything would be great, but seriously getting the book to blow up it's been a long time since there's been like a big literary blow up big you know a big literary mm. couple that people have fallen in love with undo Let's go people lo- how many I mean, how many
0: words is the book I mean, how many, how many words
2: you I know? like hundred and seventy seven thousand I don't know oh, wow. I, whatever whatever it would translate to three hundred and seventy five pages okay it's a lot of a lot of words, but they're good words. I have the best words. And people I have, like nobody them.
0: has better words than I, Tara Dublin.
2: Best, I actually have the best words because Donald Trump is afraid of my words because he blocked me on Twitter in 2015. So all of these things, all of these things about me scream, give this girl a multi book deal, give her give her a film deal. Let's go. She's got a million great and interesting stories to tell. And uh, I'm going to keep manifesting that. I am. I believe in this book more than anything I've ever written in my entire life. And I can see the streaming series in my head. I just want everyone. I mean, 305 people have already bought it. All of these people are raving about it.
0: I want everybody to fall in love with this book. I don't think that's a lot to ask. The the link has been pinned up on the top of the YouTube chat. It is is on the YouTube video as well. Tara Dublin rocks on Twitter um that link is on the liberal Dan page and on on the blog talk radio page and just and double rocks i think i've shared that as well i mean i could share that again right thank you thank you don't
2: do any anti-semitism kids all right listen to your auntie tara no don't do anti-semitism those are bad
0: anti-semitism bad um subscribing to all of our social medias is good excellent
2: (laughs) absolutely thank you for being such a good person dan
0: you are very welcome again open invitation anytime you want to come on we can shoot, you, talk friend. about whatever you want you are welcome to come on have a great night
2: Thanks. you too bye bye
0: bye all right again tara double rocks on twitter she also has uh some, some links to her pages as well on she has a substack, stack her um retweet her stuff but if you're going to share the link to her book Share the link on top of here the my Amazon link because that will also help me uh get money also if if you have amazon unlimited you can uh i don't know if that helps me much but it helps her and you get to read the book for free and that will um that that will help her out a bunch and so always help uh friends on the show yes yeah, she has a sub stack let me let me link to the sub stack real quick uh copy link address and you can support her there as well. That's, I think that's the correct link. Um, I copied it from here, but for some reason it, it copied as a Twitter link. So I don't know. I, I gave it the, the, her Twitter link under subset links on, her Twitter, on our Twitter page as well. So there you go. It is what it is. Um, real quick before we head out, um, I did want to play. I think I had a hypocrite of the week this week that so I uploaded that. I don't think I got to play. I played it earlier i played it on monday but i only played it for the youtube audience so just in case anybody's listening on blog talk radio again here's this week's hypocrite of the week This week's hypocrites of the week are Texas Republicans Texas Republicans passed a House bill that would grant deportation powers to local and state law enforcement Under the Constitution, the federal government has that authority Therefore, it is not a power granted to the states by the Tenth Amendment It seems that Texas Republicans do love the Constitution for use as toilet paper to see who next week's hypocrite of the week will be, tune in to Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Liberal Dan Radio on YouTube and blogtalkradio.com slash Liberal Dan. And there you go. So, um, what else to talk about? Um, I don't feel like doing any uh, unraveling toxic masculinity today. I don't think I have, the, as they say, the spoons or the energy or whatever. ...to deal with those fools today. I have seen some doozies, but uh, I'm not really feeling up to dealing with uh, Myron or the whatever people... ...or Pick Me Pearl or anybody else for that matter uh, of who those type of folks. So we are going to have a reprieve from them this week, I guess. We'll start back up with them next week. Um, tomorrow is going to be, I guess, a special Nerdy Dan. Um, episode um because I I did get confirmation that um let's see let me, let me get this link first before I do it I did get confirmation that the uh the box of, of cards for the nerdy game that I play did come in today and I could go pick it up tomorrow so because it came in today and I could uh, pick it up tomorrow um uh part of my stream on Twitch tomorrow will be opening that box and seeing how excited I get if I get any good polls. So if anybody would be interested in that or just hanging out while I do that and talking about other stuff as I do that. Or as I play Dreamlight Valley which a lot which some people like um Andrea and Aaron love when I do that. So um and then we just hang out and chat. It's another way just to you know hang out and chat whatever. I always appreciate people who come hang with me. It's always fun. But um, Radio is one I want you all to follow, again, simply because of the fact that I want to get that up to 50 by the time I get monetized. Um, because once once I get monetized, I want to be able to start dual streaming to Twitch so I can become a Twitch affiliate there as well. And then, um, Big Hope, we did talk about the Abortion Wins early earlier as well of course there's my nerdydan.com twitch that's what i'll be on tomorrow at 7 p.m i start those streams now at 7 p.m instead of 8 and what else what else to talk about just remember um i've shared a bunch of videos from that are clips of the show from the shows to make it easier to watch certain things um so like and share those videos, comment on those videos, engage with those videos is the best way to get, the best way to help the algorithms to get people seeing these, this stuff. Uh, put it out there for the world to see, share videos, share the channel, encourage people to subscribe. One of the things that I'm a little concerned about is I just looked at what for the past couple of years because of COVID um, and because I was, you know, sans job for a little bit and I was, well, I was doing contract work, then I was doing no work um and i was living on ppp loans for a bit um at the end of the year they threw me on medicaid and then they never kicked anybody off medicaid for the next like year or two so for the last couple of years i've been living off of medicaid because i, I as soon as i made enough money to so i no longer qualify for medicaid i was like hey i made enough money and i want to qualified for medicaid and they're like hey we're not kicking anybody off yet so but we'll take we'll take a note and so now they're re- they're going through and they're and they're going through every everybody and and they're saying now you have to reapply. Well, I know I make too much money to reapply, and to even qualify for it. So, starting in January, I'm going to have to start paying the family premiums and the copayments and the deductibles and all that that comes with insurance. And I was not expecting it to be what it was going to be. Even though I have a good plan at my work, I was still not expecting it. be what it's going to be so if i could get monetized by the end of the year so i could start making more money off of this it would be very helpful so just y'all just share share a lot of stuff encourage your friends to to like subscribe and follow and, and engage and everything as well um i think i think if 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 trends are going and people are if we we expand the last three months to to 12 months of viewers if we could just get that to be um if we could just get that with enough viewers we will be at where we need to be for um for monetization purposes so anyhow yes whole insurance health care insurance is such a scam absolutely i agree with you but unfortunately it's a if, if we don't have it it's even worse because then you have to go to the hospital and you get brutalized by the medical industry and then you have to declare bankruptcy and all that other fun stuff. Anyway. So, um, I, I definitely have to reboot my computer now simply because of the fact that my mouse is just being ridiculously stupid. And I think the only way to solve the mouse problem is to reboot the computer. So I'll, I'll just go ahead and, and call a show. end at this point, um, and look, Gibson Media subscribes to the channel. Republicans are welcome to come to the channel and, and, and interact as long as they're nice and civil. Um, I don't mind Republicans coming around. I don't mind debating the Republicans. I call into the conservative talk radio all the time. It is what it is. Sorry, sorry, Trump. Oh, there it is.
1: It is what it is.
0: Thank you, Donald. Anyway, that is the end of this, today's episode of Liberal Day and Radio Talk from the Left. That's right. Um, again, I will be live tomorrow on Twitch, Twitch.tv/radio.com. To help the show, if you haven't subscribed already, subscribe, like the video, comment on other videos. Um, remember to uh, you can also uh, Twitch on tomorrow at 7 p.m. And then Mondays and Wednesdays here, Little Band Radio. Uh, X Deminox is Deminox's Twitch channel. Go follow him as well. Uh, Go follow my Liberal Dan Radio Twitch channel so we can get that up to 50. Um, Until the next time I see you, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right.